I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. The vast stretch of open, mostly agricultural land between Vallejo and Sacramento hasn't seen much development in the last hundred years or so. This is farmland. Like, this is where sheep and cattle graze, wheat and barley grow. There are multi-generational ranchers and farmers in this area. That's Chronicle DC correspondent Cher Stein. Why would a reporter who covers national politics suddenly be looking into rural southeast Solano County? Well, it's because an unknown, powerful entity suddenly started buying up land there. Not just a bit of it, more like 55,000 acres. And they were willing to pay a really pretty penny for it. Farmers were being approached by people they had never heard of, and were being asked to sell their land for two to three times the amount what it was actually worth. Shira Stein and other Chronicle reporters have been working to unravel the mystery of those Bay Area land purchases. For years, it wasn't clear who was behind them or what they might be planning. Could it be a massive land speculation or maybe a foreign spy operation attempting to sabotage the nearby military base? The one thing that was clear, whoever was purchasing this land wanted a lot of it. And the cost for it? About $800 million. Today on Fifth Emission, the plan to build a brand new city in the Bay Area, funded by some very powerful locals. Chronicle reporter Cher Stein will walk us through what has been uncovered so far in the past week about these massive land grabs and what we still have left to learn. Shira, let's start at the beginning. What were some of the early signs that something odd was happening in Solano County? Yeah, so local officials that we've spoken to and federal officials even have been aware of the fact that there is a mysterious group buying land for the last five years. But none of them have been able to get to the bottom of the mystery with really any success. Representative John Garamendi told me he first heard about the issue four years ago from commanders at Travis Air Force Base, which is one of the most important military installations in the United States. And they told him that land immediately next to the fence of the base on three of its sides were being purchased by an unknown entity. That's a pretty serious concern for these folks. And the other representative who represents the area, Representative Mike Thompson, said he became aware of the purchases in early 2023. He was recently redistricted, and so part of his new area was constituents who were being affected by this. So they told him about that. And both of them told me that they have actually received classified briefings from the FBI and Treasury Department on these issues because there were concerns, rumors that this was possibly being done by Chinese entities. And so both were actually even introducing legislation to try and protect military installations from having foreign influence on it because of these kinds of land purchases. So we're now learning about the group behind these purchases because of a poll that was sent out to some residents in Solana County last week. What did we learn from that? Yeah, this was actually still before we even know who is behind it, but there was a poll sent out to residents last week asking about the idea of a new city being developed in this area. This is an area nearly the size of two San Francisco's and talking about, okay, we want to build a new city between Fairfield and Rio Vista in southeast Solana County and asking residents how they felt about it. It also suggested that this 
project could include tens of thousands of homes and a large solar energy farm. And that was sort of the beginning of us beginning to get real information about what was going on here. So we now know that the group behind these land purchases is called Flannery Associates. Tell me more about them. Who are they? Last week, it was revealed that this is a group of (laughs) high rollers from Silicon Valley. These are all people who you probably heard of the companies and organizations that they're associated with. The main creator is Jan Sramek, who is a former Goldman Sachs trader and has is sort of a wonderkin of finance. Some of the other players are Michael Moritz, a billionaire venture capitalist who is also the backer of the San Francisco Standard News website, LinkedIn co-founder Reid Hoffman, Atlantic owner Lauren Powell Jobs, who is also the widow of Apple co-founder Steve Jobs, the venture capital firm Anderson Horowitz, the co-founders of Stripe, and there's some more investors, including the co-founder of California EMB, a pro-housing advocacy group. Mm. Ceramic basically started approaching all of these people and outlined the idea of converting this area of farmland into a vibrant, modern city with public transportation and clean energy and new residents in a 2017 pitch. So this has been going on for quite a long time. It was circulated to other Silicon Valley power players. And that's how we get at least the initial list of who is behind this group. So, Cher, this sounds kind of bonkers, (laughs) building a new city from scratch, buying land for $800 million. Has something like this ever been done before by really wealthy investors? It has been tried in this area before. We talked to someone who was on the Solano County Board of Supervisors in the late 1990s and early 2000s, and Dwayne Crom told us that the last few groups that have proposed building new cities on Farland have been crushed at the ballot box. A developer tried this in 1984 on farmland near Winters in Yolo County, and another tried in 2000 on farmland outside Fairfield. There is a new Greater Bay Area city in San Joaquin County called Mountain House. It took 20 years to build, and it is one-tenth the size of the development envisioned in Solano County. Why did Flannery Associates buy thousands of acres in Solano County so secretively? And what major hurdles stand in their way to develop it? Chronicle reporter Cher Stein shares after a quick break. You're listening to Fifth Admission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Shira Stein, I'm so curious about the vision that Flannery Associates has for Solano County. You tried to get some answers by talking to Representative Mike Thompson, who represents part of the area. You mentioned him before the break. He met with representatives from Flannery. What did he learn? 
Yeah, I spoke to him just an hour or two after he met with them, and this was the first time really any lawmaker, local, state, or federal had really spoken with the group and figured out what was going on. Two representatives, Sramek and a Sacramento-based political consultant, told him that their plan is to build at least one city and possibly up to three. If it was three, it would be three smaller ones. And their goal is to build walkable, environmentally friendly, relatively affordable housing to address the housing shortage in the Bay Area. But Thompson told me they, he didn't really get a sense that they had a plan. They don't have a plan. They have a vision, an idea. And they haven't put, you know, planned paper. So to say that this is going to be a long, long road is probably an understatement. But he did ask them about the secrecy aspect of this, which has been a big concern for him. They have alienated every local elected official that's going to have a vote on whatever it is they come up with. They've alienated everything from the national security community, the agricultural community. A lot of family farmers have raised issues with me and others as to how they're being treated and how they're losing their ability to farm. He said they told him that they met weekly and were struggling with the idea of having to keep it secret. And they finally felt ready to share it because they had reached a critical mass of of land purchased. Hmm. Well, the secrecy is what's making a lot of locals unhappy, and that's understandable. And one rancher has called it, quote, a hostile takeover. What kind of tactics did Flannery use to amass so much land? So they were approaching farmers and offering three, four, or five times the appraised value of their land. There's even some ranchers and farmers who have talked about You know, one member of their family was approached and said no, and then Flannery went to another member of their family and got that person to say yes. Hmm. The group also sued some ranchers in the U.S. District Court in Sacramento, accusing them of an illegal price-fixing conspiracy, causing Flannery to overpay for this land. And that lawsuit is seeking $510 million in damages from these ranchers. When I talked to Representative John Garamendi about this, he he called it strong-arm mobster tactics. And these tactics are really upsetting a lot of people in this rural ranching communities. You know, the security aspects, the secrecy. But this is a family farming community, and they do not like the way that their farmers are being treated. But at the same time, a lot of families have agreed to sell their land just simply because they're getting so much money for it. Yeah, absolutely. And also farming has become less lucrative in recent years. It's become a lot harder to sustain a small family farm. And so it's understandable that some of these farmers would decide, okay, I'll take the money and, you know, go and move on with my life. Right. Shira, building a new city or cities is no easy feat. While the Flannery Group does have a ton of money, they also have a ton of hurdles. What are they? This is the start of an extremely long process. If this does get built, it could take decades. Or I was even talking to someone who works on these issues as saying, a project like this could take 100 years because of just the the sheer size of it. The biggest hurdle that they have is that the land is currently only zoned for agriculture. And so they'd have to get it rezoned. But they're already starting off at a disadvantage because local lawmakers 
are are mad. They're they don't like that they have been so secret about it. They don't like the way that they've been treating local farmers. And so my sense is that I don't think local lawmakers will get on board so easily. Mm-hmm. Land use politics is also really fraught in California. And so it could meet resistance from anti-growth activists and environmentalists and voters. Residents in the area have often voted against allowing development in these rural unincorporated areas. And there's a lot of questions around this project, like where the water will come from, how developers would address the area's risk for flooding and extreme heat due to climate change, impacts to agriculture and transportation. It is an extremely complicated issue. And also, obviously, addressing the security issues on Travis Air Force Base. The group told Thompson that they've sold some of those parcels to address concerns, especially around base communications. But that's not going to be it that assuages the concerns of the U.S. military. Mm. So there's a lot of concerns from all angles, from, you know, ranchers, from politicians, security issues. But at the same time, the plan does have supporters. Why? Who are they? There have been some folks like Matt Reagan from the Bay Area Council who support this as a large-scale private effort to tackle the region's housing shortage. I mean, it's no secret to anyone in the Bay Area there is a major housing shortage. We have a really huge problem with having enough housing and having enough affordable housing. And so some folks are really happy to hear of the idea of additional, more affordable housing being built in a place that is still somewhat communable to Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. So what happens next? Where does this go? Flannery Associates is planning to meet with lawmakers from federal, state, and then local. From what they told Thompson, they are set to meet with Representative John Garamendi on Friday. And they also told Thompson that they plan to hold town halls for the community and to open three offices in the area. So they're really hoping to try and get folks on board now that they're being out front. They also advertised in their poll that they're hoping to get the plans for the cities on next year's ballot. Could voters strike it down in next year's ballot and then that would be the end of it? I'm not sure if it would be the end of it, but it it definitely would be a huge hurdle for the group if Mm -hmm. that happened. So, Sherry, there's just so many things striking about this story, the idea of wealthy tech investors coming in to build a city that they imagine is more efficient than the rest of the Bay Area. But what stands out to you as someone who's been covering really powerful people for a while now? Oh, gosh, this whole thing has just been such a wild story. I remember when I first started hearing about this a couple of months ago, I was like, that's weird. But like, I could see, you know, foreign entity or something like that buying it. But I was honestly not expecting it to be a bunch of Silicon Valley billionaires. Although it sort of feels par for the course for those (laughs) types of folks. I think the fact that they made the decision, which I think a lot of people would argue was a bad decision to be so secretive about this. I think these kinds of projects are complicated no matter what, but that level of secrecy just causes so much mistrust in the community. And I think they may have really miscalculated that decision. If this doesn't go through and they own all this land, what are they going to do with it? They're kind of out of luck if this all doesn't go well and they're just stuck with land. At this point, we don't really know. But they they would not get the price that they have paid for that land back. So 
Well, Shara, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Shira Stein is the Chronicle's D.C. correspondent. Find the Chronicle's reporting of the Solano County land grab online at sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. Late Thursday, Flannery Associates acknowledged the concern over the secrecy surrounding their land purchases and said that, quote, now that we're no longer limited by confidentiality, we are eager to begin a conversation about the future of Solano County. You can check out that website, californiaforever.com, and judge for yourself. Thank you to Keith Manconi for producing this episode, to Gary Baca for the edits, and to you for listening. <laughs>